Joe. And I'm Lee. We are the Rewinders, re-watching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. This month is February. The month, month of love. So, we're watching romance I, and romantic I, and maybe... <laughs> Sort of romantic kind movies. Of. Well, at least movies that we remember as kids. Not we didn't watch them because they were romantic, but they had the mo- word maybe love in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they were about relationships, relationships. more or less. I, I guess that's the better <laughs> yes, point. Yes, that's the better way. These are relationship movies. <laughs> <laughs> what did we watch? And this time we watched Can't Buy Me Love. And when you say that, you instantly want want to start singing the Beatles Can't song. I, that's all I could do. I, you don't know the... I honestly don't know it. Well, I mean, the Beatles reunited to do the soundtrack for this movie. No, they didn't. I was giving you a stare. You should have given me a stare. I did. Yeah, and my wife is probably you're just pissed off at me right now. She doesn't know why, but she's, <laughs> she's mad at me. For, yeah, there she is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but what? Well, it's a great movie. Uh, Patrick Dempsey's in it. Mick, okay. Mick Dreamy? I've heard of that. Is that who that is? Because after I was done watching, I just went, I wonder what he's done since this. He's done, he did a lot of 80s movies where he slept around a lot, I think. I remember him being in another movie where he slept around. But and then he got more handsome when he got older, and then he was mixed steamy on someone one of those doctor shows. doctor lawyer shows that are all exactly the same. Yeah, I couldn't the practice maybe I couldn't tell you which one. They're all the same. Er, maybe. maybe he could have been. I don't know. Uh, Chicago Hope. You're just, uh, now you're just, Allie, you're just listening all <laughs> children's hospital. Now I would have watched that, but uh, can't buy me love uh, 1987. With uh, Patrick Dempsey and Amanda Peterson. She was a lot younger than everyone else in the movie. Okay. I can imagine because and, she did look younger. Yeah, she looked younger. Um, she was only 15 while Patrick Dempsey was 20 and almost everyone else in the cast was early twenty, early 20s. Sure. Yeah. So, or more. Or more, yeah. <laughs> or more. But yeah, anyway, but I guess what do you remember of... I remember just the general fact about what the plot was about. A kid who was not popular wanted to be popular by buying, basically, a relationship with a popular girl. Yep. And that's and and he mowed lawns. That's really what I remembered from this movie because I was a little boy interested in, like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and stuff. So was I. I wasn't so much interested in this. The reason why I saw this, I'm going to blame my sisters. One of them probably wanted to watch this, and I sat through it Mm -hmm. and probably walked away at some point because (laughs) I was not entertained probably by this. Huh, okay, okay. This movie has scenes in it that are lodged in my memory forever. Wow. And I do remember watching as a kid and really enjoying it, just even the story. And I did like Ninja Turtles at the time, too. So I don't know. What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my memories of scenes are the Chucky, his brother, Seth played Green. by yep, a weird looking Which, Seth Green. God, that oh, made me laugh. Oh, it's so creepy. But I really <laughs> I remember liking him. The crazy dance that they learn he learns. Yeah, yeah, the ant dance. Mm-hmm, yep, and uh, mowing lawns, of course. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mostly it. But I remember really remember him learning the weird dance, sure. trying to be popular. But definitely Seth Green's performance I remember as a kid. So I guess that's why we're doing this movie. And has the word love in it. Yes. Uh, because we're doing 
Love movie. Love movie. Love movie. TM trademark. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? It sounded like. Yeah, I thought I heard a harp again. Uh, yeah. You keep hearing harps. <laughs> well, it starts off awesomely because you see the Touchstone logo come in right away. And I remember seeing a lot of movies I liked that had yeah, the Touchstone. Yeah. That's gone away. I don't think they're in business anymore. Probably Or, or not. got bought or they, yeah, by got bought Disney out or something. Whatever, who knows. Something. Something. But it starts off and you hear the title song, Can't Buy Me Love from the Beatles. Yeah. And it's Patrick Dempsey, nerd. Nerd. Mowing, total nerd. Mowing the lawns in... With an astronomy shirt on, yep. showing you where you are in the galaxy. Nerd! Wearing a pith helmet hat type thing, like a safari hat-ish. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, he was wearing yep, something like he, that. But wearing nerd glasses. Yep. Back then, now they're hipster glasses, and everyone yep. wears those now. <laughs> Back then, nerd. And he's mowing lawns. They're in Tucson, Arizona. It says that he saved up, like, what, $1,500 mowing lawns in a desert. People water their lawns out right, I suppose. But I was just watching it as he's mowing the lawn with the lawnmower, and it's, it has the basket in the back. Yeah. No no grass is going no. into it. Because he's not mowing in this movie. If, if you notice, <laughs> he's just all the grass around. is like mm-hmm. a quarter of a millimeter tall at all times. Yep. Well, we go, th- go through the credits. Did you see anybody that... Popped out at you. Seth That's Green. That was it. So you have Paula Abdul as the choreographer. I missed that. <laughs> I, that. I totally missed I, that. I didn't know that. I, I was looking for time. more people at the end too, and mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody. That's that's really it then. So she actually just choreographed. She wasn't in the movie. Uh, apparently she was a dancer in the background somewhere. Oh, okay. Maybe a cheerleader. I didn't see it. Sure. I, I wasn't looking for Paula Abdul. I didn't really care. I just noticed what? it. Anyway, <laughs> so he's cutting along. He's a nerd. And then you have the popular kids, uh, girls, girls coming in on their VW Golf Convertible. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what it was. And uh, they just got done shopping. shopping. And they love shopping because yep. they're girls and they're in high school. And, and all they cards. care about is shopping. Yep. They have mom's credit card and she steps out oh you guys you spent too much money but mom we're adorable look how we got all these clothes do 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 yeah we're rich and they yeah walk right past his name is ronald they don't even acknowledge him he says yep hey yep they walk, walk mm-hmm. past him so and it's uh amanda peterson plays cindy the head cheerleader most popular beautiful girl in in high school who's dating baby oh that's right they go to their room and it's an uh, 80s room. I've noticed they had yeah. the word outrageous on the wall, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they're just hanging out there, and they're talking about all the cool stuff they got. Oh, then one of them says, go on TV right now. Yeah, they get a phone they call. They spaz out. Spaz out. Just complete lose their brains yep. and turn on the TV. And it's an interview with some football kid. It's Bobby. It's it's it's, Bobby. It, it's Cindy's college boyfriend because he's a popular. Yeah, he, he went there. to Iowa or something for football. Apparently, they're still dating, kind of, sort, sort of. of. Then they leave the room when the door closes. There's a big cutout of Bobby on the back of her door. But then we go to the high school and they're cheerleader practicing. And yep. Ron Ronald is is watching. Watching. He's just he's just watching them. No, yeah. he's only watching Cindy dance. What? She's not dancing. Oh, she. No, she's standing. Oh, there. oh yeah, she's, she's, she's telling everyone else what to do. Yeah. she's the the captain of the cheerleaders. And this is just one of the first times where in this movie it it shows you just how creepy the eighties was towards Little. high school girls. This is just the first. It, it was. Time it was. It. it was pretty creepy as the camera goes across that so they're all dancing with not much although on. the ones like in back are like in their 30s you can tell they're not i think the ones in the front and some of cindy's friends are in their 30s <laughs> they definitely had to fill that cheerleading squad with extras who yeah. didn't quite fit <laughs> and all throughout the movie i noticed in classes here 
at the dance, there's a mixture of old people pretending to be and actual teenagers. Sure. And just the age, you could, it's just <laughs> so, you could tell, yeah, that no, people don't look like that in high school. They look, yeah. like, they look like that kid who looks like he's nine. If you're going to do that, everyone's Everyone has that to do it, age. yes. But then uh, Ronald's best friend, Kenneth, comes by and he is a redhead. So that means he's instantly ostracized nerd. and nerd. But what I like is Ronald starts complaining. Well, he says something like, we haven't experienced anything as seniors our entire high school career. Don't you want to experience be- what being popular? Do something different? And I really like Kenneth says, yeah, we all grew up together. We were all friends. They became jocks. We became us. And I like us. He's fine. He's like, whatever. Yep. We, we play uh, poker every weekend and hang out with our group of friends. I mean, they should be playing D&D, really. Yeah, well, but that would be amping it up a little bit too, too much. Too much nerd? Yeah, because they're not overly nerdy. They're no, not. they're not. They're not like, oh, they don't have glasses on. Like, There's on, I guess. one kid that does look like he's overly Yes, yeah, so the one guy. And his other but he doesn't talk, a, so. Whatever. No, they have a greaser friend, kind of. He wears a yeah. big leather jacket. And then they have a other nerdy. So basically, but, it's like an outcast group. It's, it's not more so much outcast. a nerd group. It's an outcast group. They're called that, but that's whatever. Football practice ends, and then the leftovers of football start going ladies and taking off their practice well, uniforms. Well, that's right. Right away in front stuff. of them, because yep. they're going to go hit on the freshman cheerleaders. Yeah, so they, they have the girls that they've known all through three years of high school, and then mm-hmm. immediately pivot off of them to fresh meat. That's what they say and that happens a lot where it's they're constantly switching who they're going out with and no one seems to care about it no they don't care they're just going out with each other pocket that for later yes i know (laughs) so uh oh did you notice when uh one of the guys takes off his 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 pads do you know who he was because it's a group of three guys the football players the the wine connoisseur yeah yeah you got wine connoisseur guy you got big john yeah, which is the farting guy. He's got death gas. He's got <laughs> digestive problems. But he he's actually a soldier. He was a starship trooper. He's the one who gets a shot in the head. Wow. And they go, medic! That's him. Wow. But then the other guy who is more Latino. Yeah. He's Gerardo. He's Gerardo. Rico Suave. <gasps> is he the one who took Rico. his shirt they all, off? Yeah, he did. I don't remember who took their he, shirt off. And. Later on, he's in home ec, and he, he has his shirt off again because he has, he's got to show those washboard abs because he's Rico Suave. Yeah, I recognized him. You recognize that. that. But he wasn't wearing, like, 10-foot bandanas or anything like that I, and puffy pants. I guess I just recognized him. Wait, what does this say? Wait, what happens next? I'm getting, you didn't recognize I'm, him until he took his shirt off, and yes, you're like, ah, Rico, ah, Rico Suave. <laughs> Probably because I was I'm a little bit Latin and in grade school that hit. Anyway, and I'm getting flustered. What happens in the movie? <laughs> I also <laughs> noticed that when they started splitting up here, that football players also can't shift. One of them. Oh yeah, because could, were like crunching gears. That's as right. They were driving away. Yeah, because Ronald uh, and and Kenneth are riding their bikes back home. They're talking about how to be popular. Yeah, oh, a Ferrari, cool car. A Ferrari yeah. comes up and the stops, and they're checking it out, saying, "Oh, we could rent one of those cars, and and then we'd be cool." Yeah, and yeah, exactly. It's a, it's very subtle that that kid doesn't know how to drive stick. He's just grinding the yeah. shit out of this Ferrari. Oh, stop! How do to drive this thing? Um, then we cut to uh, Cindy. She's home now, and she's in a bathing. suit. Suit. Okay. She's in a bathing suit with a shirt over, and then she answers the door. Yeah. And the creepiest, creepy, slimiest, slimiest... Italian. Hey, <laughs> he probably was Italian. And... 
older guy is there, and it's his, it's her mom's boyfriend, yeah, and he and he creeps. it is completely inappropriate, and more so when I found out she's only fifteen at this time, and he just eyes her up and says, "Is your mom home? I'm checking out the merchandise now," and then she covers up, and it's just completely inappropriate, Ooh. and he is still leering at her when the mom comes by. He doesn't give any shits. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, nope. This is what I do. Yeah, and then she leaves, and the mom turns and says, "Isn't he a hunk?" Yeah, no. no. But that character is never seen again. Nope. And they, they reference him again. They reference that they're... that basically she stopped dating him, yeah. which is great. So that's good that they got rid of that. But oh, I think they mentioned at high school in before this that they were going to have a party. Party, tonight. and she wanted to wear the suede outfit. She goes into her mom's and yeah. takes it anyway, even though mom said no. Awesome white suede. Tasseled cowboy, which I have drift. no idea why anyone would want to wear it. It does not because work. you weren't a teen in the eighties. <laughs> no. uh, one other thing that happens too, pretty quick, is that Ronald gets home and they introduce his family a little bit. Yes, at least his dad. His dad washing and the car. his dad's washing his car, which introduces you to the fact that he has his own business. Yes, the thing that I took away from that scene was yeah. that he's wearing he's cut off jeans. jeans. Huh, so someone wore the cut off blue jeans before Thomas Lennon did in uh, Reno nine one one. That's exactly where my mind went. I'm like, what's dad hiding? Well, not hiding his package. No, but. <laughs> he says to his, says to Ronald, you can take out this baby anytime you want. Yeah, and he doesn't want it. He's like, well, I don't want the cards. Um, and then uh, party time? This movie moves very quickly, too. Everybody's there. You have the wine connoisseur guy who's drinking cheap garbage wine. Yeah. And he's hitting on girls. Everyone's admiring Cindy's outfit. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they mention, oh, is this suede? I could never wear that. It's hard to clean. And, and right away, she was barely there at the party, and wine gets spilled on her yep. right away. And she can't clean it off. She tries, oh, just put some salt on it. It'll clear off. No, nope, you can't. Oh, yeah, that's right. We meet Chucky at Ronald's family. Yeah. They're also having dinner and they're talking and and they're asking so are you doing anything this weekend there ronald oh he's gonna play poker oh you always play poker and, mm-hmm. and his younger brother chucky is always making fun of him for being a nerd and then his mom says so you save a lot of money up are you gonna buy that mi- microscope no it's i'm gonna buy a telescope and the rest of the money i'm gonna put in an account because mm-hmm. i'm a responsible guy and the, i like the dad he's really nice and supportive he's like yeah good for you son you're a hard worker he is the one character in this movie mm-hmm. that is re- like has redeemable qualities throughout the whole film ronald has uh fifteen hundred dollars well he has a thousand dollars to spend on a telescope yep. Not so my- the day after the party yep ronald's gonna go check out some microscopes telescopes mom at the shopping mall. That's where you go. At for the them. telescope store. Mm-hmm. When testing out the telescope <laughs> in the mall. Yes, straight across. He sees Cindy in the mall. Yeah, and he follows her with the telescope. He should be able to see her as, pores. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how that works. Or it's a really shitty telescope. I, that that was that, my takeaway. It was basically that, binoculars. You know, it's it's a 1x telescope. It just, you see the exact same thing through it. <laughs> Maybe a little bit closer. Yep. <laughs> and it pans across, and she is across, and she's at the... She, Where her mom picked, mom picked up, up the up outfit. The, yep. And you can see it from across. It says, has a tag that says $1,000, and yep. there's the other one there. And I, I like that Amanda Peterson, they probably told her to emote a lot. Mm-hmm. So she's flailing her arms, like, sh- trying to show, look, this is ruined. I need to buy that, and then pointing at it. Do you like the sign, then, that goes back to Ronald, and it's... A thousand dollars for the telescope. Yep, it's very big and bold. So you can viewers see it. need to know mm-hmm. <laughs> what's happening in the situation. And that gentleman that wanted to sell him that telescope mm-hmm. had to be on commission because mm-hmm. he wanted to sell that telescope. Mm-hmm. Bad. He's like, so you want me bad. to? 
Should, should I box it up for you? Should I put a bow on it? Yeah, you coming back, right? Yep. Please, uh-huh. yep. And she's uh-huh. trying to argue, saying, I will do anything, I'll work here. Just, I just need that right away. And that's where, and this starts to, this needs to be rewritten. Because he says, no, obviously. the. Yeah. And then Ron comes over and has the cash in his hand, literally in his hand, and knocks mm-hmm. on the window. and Because he's got an idea, and runs on in, and says... I would like to rent you. That's the first thing he says to her. Yeah. Holding a fistful of cash in his hand, and he explains, I will buy that for you because you need it. He doesn't ask why she needs that. And then, uh, you have to go out with me for a month to make me popular. So this is where it's bad. First, her needing the suede outfit replacement isn't that bad. I'm sure she could just talk, tell her mom, hey, I screwed up. Yeah, she'd be mad for a while, then it'd get over it. Like, the mean, stakes aren't that high for her to be in trouble, is, my, is it, what yeah, I'm saying. The real stakes aren't that high? The real high stakes aren't that high. In her brain, though, Sure, she's freaking are. out. And I understand, yeah, you're a high school kid, but the stakes aren't that big. So you, you could either get in trouble for your mom, they're rich, they've shown they live in a big house, yeah. she, they go into her walk-in closet, she has tons of outfits. Mm-hmm. Sure, she really, but and the mom never said, like, this is my favorite sweet outfit. There's all, It's one of a kind, or yeah, I got this as a, yeah. a present. We don't know what happened to the father. We just assumed divorce, whatever. Yeah. But I guess I'm saying the stakes aren't high enough. So she could just say, Ronald says, I'll, I'll rent you for a month. And she could say, or I can get in trouble for a week for my mom, and then I don't have to deal with you. That's what I mean. The stakes yeah. aren't high enough. I didn't delve that too deep into it. Yeah. I just looked at it from the surface of him coming up to her and with then money then- and saying, I want to basically buy you. And there's that and two words. Like, oh. That's not, and that's what I mean is she, that's instant. Hold on. No, that's completely inappropriate. I, I know who you are, kind of. You just mow my lawn, but I don't like, no, not at all. Yeah, that, that's something you start talking to adults about. Exactly. But the, the shop owners, all right, I'm going to bag that up for you. Sweet. I made a sale. Yeah. The other problem is we established that he is, he is, been pining over Cindy and he loves her, but he's not nervous around her really. And he instantly has this idea of, yeah, I'm yeah. going to rent you. It, it, I guess it could have been more of, she could have gone outside of the store, started crying. And then he comes up like, what's wrong? And she explains, mm-hmm. I really need this. And he says, well, I have a thousand dollars. If you want to use it, you can pay me back. However, I mean, you should pay me back a hundred dollars a month showing that he's really a nice, and he is actually is a nice guy, except for this scene is kind of weird. He is kind of an really a nice guy at first. And then that way she could say, she could be the one who says, Hey, your name is Donald, right? And, no, it's Ronald. And then she could be the one to say, well, how about this? I can pay you back by making you popular. Yeah, that would play, and I th- think, a ton better. I think that would be just much better. But nope, I'm just going to rent you for a month. We're going to go the creepy way all the way. All the way. So she grudgingly agrees. And they're, right away, it's at high school the next day. He's excited right away. He shows up. All right, let's do this. And she has to give him a makeover real quick. And then she says, okay, mm-hmm. we're only doing this for a week. Nope. So they negotiate back and forth, having lunch together, holding hands, weekend dates, but it is going to be for a whole month. Yeah. The whole, like, I'm going to change your appearance thing. Yes. Should be something that anyone should take and look at, Mm -hmm. that it only takes tweaks to make someone look different. Yes. So if you want to look a little bit better, maybe all it takes is a little bit of changing your hairstyle and maybe, you know, changing up, your shirt. And when that happened, she, he did stand a little bit differently, too. Yeah, he, but, well, it's about confidence at that and point. That, but there's also, he is way too comfortable. Like I said, he's been pining after her a while, mm-hmm. probably since grade school, and he is way too comfortable around her. Around her, yeah. It's everyone he's, else that he's tripping all over everything for. So, 
I guess the movie should have either done it where he's not in love with her and just knows that she's the most popular girl and that way it's fine. But Mm -hmm. he's been wanting to be with her, just near her, and now he is, and he's not stumbling over himself or being shy around her. Yeah. Whatever. And it is real easy to rip off sleeves of shirts that she does to show show his guns because sun's out, guns out. Mm And then, of course, at the lunch scene, all the the popular folks are like, what's going on with this? What's this about? Yeah. And then, you know, do cast Christy, her curmudgeon-y. Cindy. Cindy just basically shoots down all their dickish behavior. And then everyone's like, okay. Yep. And that's all it took is, yeah, hey, assholes, nerds go sit to the left. And she says, well, assholes sit over to the right. That's it. He's in. And to be honest, that's probably the closest to the reality this movie got. There is a little bit of reality in it, how, how teenagers act. Yeah, and it, popular, it's like with popularity. the hyper intense it is between jocks and nerds. It isn't really like that. Mm-hmm. It's it just, you know, they play it up in the movie. And this one scene where it was like, hey, you don't normally sit here. Well, now he is. Okay. Okay. That's pretty much how it would go 85% of the time, sure. I think, in high school. I think so, too. And uh, his friends are sitting at the other table. Hey, what's what's Ronnie doing over there? Yeah. And Kenneth is making faces like, oh, I don't know what he's up to. Cause he's he, up to something. up to something. And then they're in class, and Ronald has got his shirt, his sleeves out. He's just sitting there. He's completely confident now. Yeah, he's acting like he's all full of himself. He's yep. leaning over a chair. Yep. And, Kenneth and, asks know, what's coffee. going on. He says, eh, nothing really. And then it just goes there. Cindy's out on a date. I don't know if it's the same day or a different day. I think yeah, it's happening very quickly throughout the week and then months. Mm-hmm. It just skips quickly getting to be friends, basically, it seems, as they keep talking to each other and, and yeah. hanging out with each other. Oh, Big John has a sweet uh, van that's orange. Yeah, yeah. 80s van. Awesome 80s van. Yeah, that's right. Since they're hanging out, they're washing Cindy's car. Mm-hmm. And he takes off his shirt, and yeah. he's just completely so, comfortable around her. And no on top worries. of it, for being a thin guy, mm-hmm. he's ripped. Yes, he's ripped. So how's he again? Nerd? How's he nerd? I don't. Yes, I, exactly. Yeah. And during this process of them getting to know each other better, that's when the Cindy, it's Cindy, Cindy character suddenly now has self reflection and starts warming up to him. As you said, when they become friends. Yeah. But then she's able to reflect on her own life and stuff. At least in the movie that we can because see. Because Roddy says stuff like, oh... You can do hey, anything you can do you anything, and, and, I mean, you're dating Bobby. I'm sure he's doing fine. He hasn't called you in a while, but he's a freshman in a, co- in a college situation, so he's got a lot on his mind. Don't worry about it. And he's being genuine. He's yeah. not, And he hasn't tried hitting on her, kissing. It just, he's, re- he's just thrilled that he's in the crowd now. And I think that really lets her guard down of, okay, I can finally be myself around you. And she goes to get some papers out of her bedroom mm-hmm. and bring them out to where he's washing a car, which it seemed like this is not a good idea. This papers could get wet. But while she's in there, there's a creepy big boy statue oh, on her that. shelf. Like, its face looks like it was all smushed in. <laughs> Maybe like, the sun hit it and it melted. <laughs> but yeah, she brings out a bunch of these papers that are her poetry, and he reads some of them, and he's like, they're really good. I never knew you were a poet. Yeah, I don't tell anybody. I don't even tell my friends. That's why she even had it hidden in her bookshelf behind a bunch behind of stuff. stuff, yeah. Yeah, that she's embarrassed by it. And I never liked poetry. Is it good poetry? It wasn't terrible. Okay. You're asking someone who my foray into it hasn't been a Fair enough. call home about. I, yeah, so I, I'm being told it's good poetry. All right, it's whatever. Fine. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, very, no definitely e. Cummings. You see a poet? Yes. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I know movies I just... and a couple other things. 
Robert Frost. Okay, I've heard uh-huh. that. Okay, there we go. Him. <laughs> but um, really, it, it goes very quickly, and now that even say, oh, it's our last date. Yeah. A month has gone by very fast. She he, buys him some crappy, expensive sunglasses, mm-hmm. and he's going to take her out somewhere special that she yeah, doesn't know they went, about. They went to a party. He's becoming friends with the jocks. He says, yeah. oh, yeah, hey, you guys have scholarships that you're going to college with. You guys are great. I, and all this other stuff. Uh, Big John has his gas problems. Yeah. And, oh, that's right. The other thing that happens is Chucky, his brother, spying is spying on He's him. spying on because he's up to something. Yeah. There's no way this nerd could be going out with the head cheerleader. So he goes around and follows him to a party. And there's one scene where Big John has digestive problems. So he farts out the window silently and hits Chucky in the face with his death gas. For the first time. For the first time. (laughs) (laughs) But then, yeah, they go on their last date to... Uh, the airplane graveyard, apparently, mm-hmm. wherever they are, which yeah, is it's there. It's a cool thing. If if that were and like really around, hell yeah, I'd probably jump up. And wall I forgot to, to get into that there too. Is, that's something I definitely remember in my brain because as a kid, I loved airplanes, mm-hmm. and I would just love just to. I mean, even still now, walk around and look at all the different planes that are there, old yeah. planes that are decommissioned, not decommissioned. No, it's a junkyard. Yeah, I mean graveyard, put the rest, but. He's going around showing her all these different things. And he's showing, talking very passionately yes, about it. Yes, very much so, of all these different planes. And it's nighttime, and they're sitting in a plane, and he has a homemade cardboard microscope? Nah, nah telescope. They're looking at the moon. He's talking beautiful things about the moon. Sciencey things about and, the moon. And he's explaining it to her. Everything, because being smart is sexy, ladies. 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 Men. Ooh, men too. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, during that whole scene, she starts warming up pretty Mm -hmm. well to him, and he's oblivious to this warming up until he says... I've been thinking about our next step in our relationship. Yeah. Like, oh, and, so have I. And she starts moving in moving on Moving closer. Mm-hmm. And saying, well, we should just go naturally. Yeah, I'll, I'll need your experience on... I've never been in this situation before. I'll need your experience to what we do next. Oh, we can do things naturally. Yeah, how do we break up? Oh. No matter how sexy science may be, <laughs> you're going to dumb it up. Just oblivious yeah. to her movie, which is dumb. All he would have to do is turn and look at her, she's, and she's, I, he would have been cued in on what exactly like was going on. She's making in. eyes at you. She moved closer to you. You've been together for a month. You've loved this girl since grade school. And you're not and looking you're at not her. not even looking at her. And it could be taken as he's just, he's in love with popularity. At, at this whatever. point, I'd have to say yes. And so that's really where I guess you can take it as. So they come up with an idea of how they're going to break up, and... While they've been dating for a month, he's completely blown off his other friends. He tried talking to him. Hey, you want to hang out? I'll schedule you in. Whatever. I'm, I'm popular now. But they had the breakup, and it's very quick. He wants to make a big scene, and she's trying to be quiet about it because yeah. she actually does have feelings for him. And he's trying to put, put on a show. He says something like, oh, you're, you're, you're spending all my money. I can't keep up with you. And that's where we're breaking up. And so she genuinely slaps him across the face. Yeah. But now he's he's free and she says, don't change. Popularity may change That's you, right. so don't change. And he's like, okay. That's right. Cut to the next day, yep. and he's a total sleeve. He's got grease back hair. He's wearing a bolo tie. He's just outrageous outfit. Yeah, just and he's, acting like And he's walking, hey, ladies, what's up? And they're like, oh, we love your new outfit. And Cindy's two best friends are just climbing all over him. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He's completely changed now. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's a slimy jerk. And goes on a date with one of them right away. And 
I think they go to their food place where they hang out. Yeah. And uh, the nerds are there. He's driving the... uh, Well, because right next door is the arcade, and that's why... That's right. That's what it is. But Chucky is hidden in the back of the station wagon under some blankets, and the old station wagon pulls in, and that's when his nerd friends, or former nerd friends, playing video games, they see it, and they say, ah, the jocks are going to see through this dumb car. He's going to finally be shown to be a nerd. The jocks come in like, hey, interesting car there, Ronnie. What's interesting is one of them says, oh, but you can you can make out back here. There's lots of room. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You're in. You're still you're still cool. Yeah. They're easily swayed. And then Big John has digestive problems. Ronald sees that Chucky is back there, so he makes makes Big John breathe hot death gas again on in the car. In the car, which no one questions. Why is he pushing him towards his own car well, to fart inside it? Whatever. whatever. It's better than them smelling it, I guess. <laughs> and it's another silent but deadly one. <laughs> Chucky falls out. Air, air, That was funny. Because farts are funny. Waka waka. Ayo. <laughs> oh, and then the other girl, other best friend hits on him and says, oh, you have to take me out next weekend. And she says, I, you probably are a really sexy dancer, so we're gonna, you're taking me to the dance next yep. weekend. And so he has to learn how to dance. He's going to watch Soul Train. American Bandstand. Damn it. <laughs> It'd be better if it was the other one. I like you. I like what you said, but it's American Bandstand. <laughs> he wakes up and he's late and, he, and Chucky's watching TV and he's watching wrestling. <laughs> and uh, changes the channel. Chucky leaves the room, but it's actually PBS yes. and he's watching African uh, tribal uh, dance of yeah, some kind, d- traditional ant dance or something. Some, it's about ants. Oh yeah, ants. That's right. That's, but he thinks it's American Bandstand. Yeah. And then he's practicing this crazy waving your arms dance around dance thing. And then he leaves. Chucky comes back in, and Chucky says this awesome line: "That ain't Dick Clark." <laughs> <laughs> so the way he, way he delivered that line was great. It ain't Dick Clark. Uh, so then we go to the dance where uh, he had to learn his dance within five minutes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to go dance it. Has an awesome 80s band. Awesome 80s band. Do you know the song they were singing? God, no, I don't. It was something like uh, Mattress Actress. Mat- mattress <laughs> Actress. Because that's appropriate. Yeah, at least that's what I hear- heard in the lyrics. But they were, <laughs> they were kind of funky. I liked them. They were good to watch. Mm-hmm, they were entertaining. So apparently Punchaholic is a insult when you're at a dance. Yeah, the uh, girl he was going to go to the dance with, Yeah, because he was all nervous, he wasn't going to dance with her right away because he was so nervous oh, about yes. it. Oh, yes. He kept drinking punch, and she walked up to him and said, what are you, some sort of punchaholic? Oh, yeah. And then he dumps it out. He's like, let's go dance. Yeah, he dumps the uh, yeah, dumps the rest of it in there. Like, all right, I'm ready to dance. Woo! <laughs> yeah, he starts his dance, his Africa dance, and it's another scene of, wait a minute, he's really dorky, and this is really wrong. Oh, wait. Nope, it's cool. And it just yep. shows how easily they're swayed yeah. into being cool. So everybody's doing this dance. Uh, the nerds have gone there, too. And, they're, and what's great is they're laughing because they, they know what it is. That is a great touch that yeah. they they know exactly what dance this is. This is the African ant dance. Oh, these guys are a bunch of idiots. Yep. But they're all But popular. who was having fun? The nerds sitting in the corner? And that's the or thing. the ant though. dancers? While they're laughing at them. Everybody's having a great time doing this dance and having fun. So then after that is the post-dance makeout in the car. He, he grabs, some, grabs her titties. She's saying, oh, long-distance relationship, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you come closer? Reach out and touch me, nonsense. Yeah. And he finally grabs her bo- like uh, boobies, I guess. I guess. And it's not quite clear. Yeah. But then uh, they cut to him in his bedroom afterwards yeah, under weird. the blankets. And it looks like he's masturbating. Yeah, because he's he's got a flashlight underneath his blanket and he's moving his hand really quickly. So I was like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, do 
I need, need an adult? Uh. But no, he's only marking off his calendar until oh. he saw boobies or something. So he said, uh, uh, 17 years, that's a long time to touch a titty. Yeah. It was dumb. That was a dumb sound. Quick. Yeah. That, that could have been done without. So then after that, they are in science class watching a film and his buddy, Kenneth. Kenneth. Good. I had that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's trying to talk to him and be like, hey, man, we haven't talked. We haven't done anything. What's going on with you? But then he checks him and he's sleeping. Yep. And you can't tell he's sleeping because he's wearing sunglasses. He wears his sunglasses so he can. So he can. You know that song better than me. I wear my sunglasses. We do a lot, of, a lot more singing is starting to come into this podcast. It's not going to stop. And it's not good singing. No. It's actually terrible. Uh, and then we're setting up for a Halloween. Yes. Like I said, the movie moves quick. And now yeah. they're in Big John's van. And they're going to egg, because Halloween prank, they're going to egg somebody's house. They say, ah, oh, we do this every year. Every year. And it ends Same up being house. Kenneth's house. And you see Kenneth's family uh, setting up traps. Because they're, they're going to get them this, this year. This time, like, uh, the Kenneth's dad says, we're going to capture one of them. And they're go- at least one of them going to jail or going to the police. And the one who gets... Netted is... They have a bag of dog shit that yeah. they're going to throw against, the, and they tell Ronald to do it. And what's really dumb is Big John parks his orange van that's very Everyone obvious. Everyone knows right, who it is. Right across from their house. They go and start throwing eggs, and Ronald throws the shit and hits the, the door, mm-hmm. and then the net falls on top of him. And the entire time, all the other jocks are yelling... Ronnie, come on, Ronald, yeah. Ronald, they're yelling his name. Yeah. Ugh, so dumb. Well, they are, yeah. Yeah, but then Kenneth is on top of him trying to pin him down, but realizes it's his former best friend, and he lets him go. Yeah. And says to his dad, oh, sorry, there was a hole in the net, I'm sorry. And he's just devastated now. Mm-hmm. Uh, later in the day, the next day, he tries apologizing, and Kenneth just completely ignores Won't him, which it. is how he should be yeah. acting. I think Cindy... Uh, she has a another college boyfriend who looks like a stoner guy and a yeah, Porsche. like a skater. He's just a jerk. Yeah, he, he's a complete asshole to her, and she is no longer in the group of friends. Really, she's yeah, kind of on the fringe. I think she pushed herself. She out. did. She did that. She just feels so embarrassed that she tries talking to. Or Ronald pops up to her, says, "Hey, hey, what's going on? Yeah, don't call me babe. You're a completely different person. You're a jerk. I don't like what you've become. Don't talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. That's really what's happened to her." Is that she is starting to more or less grow up. Grow up is what it would be. Because with that college boyfriend, he treats her like crap too. And then she just doesn't put up with it, dumps Dumps stuff on him and his car, and then makes him cry, basically. And he only cares about the car, not that she left him. Well, when he finally talks, he talks down to her so harshly, it's it's just ridiculous. They they pull up to their hangout, and she says, we're here at preschool. Go, go. And she says, be nice. Uh, they're my friends. Well, go get me a thick milkshake, and then you can hang out with your friends. I'll allow you to do this. Yeah, it's just... Fuck you. Yeah. So she acts appropriately, dumps dumps the milkshake on his head. She goes home. Her mom has also broken up, and they just hang out and yeah. have movie night. Yeah. And so that's Which good. Nice. Because before, she slammed the door in her mom's face when they're, she was dating Ronald. Yeah. But now she's showing some more respect to her mom. And as this progresses, we kind of learn that everyone lives in a brick or cinder block house. Yes. And uh, they're setting up for their next party. Which is going to be New Year's. Yep. When we get in there, one thing that I noticed was, uh, so Bobby shows up to this party. Yep. 
Well, um, well, first, go ahead. I, I guess what's I, important I, is that Sydney wants to talk to Ronald now, yes. and in in school, and he is having eyes for the Tom Bicycle Iris is her name, and yeah. she and she's been shown That's to be right. dating around with all the other jocks, but now she's making bedroom eyes at Ronald, and Ronald ignores Cindy, goes over, and is going to go to the uh, New Year's Eve party at Big John's house. She's definitely probably going to put out, so he's excited for that yeah. because he's now become a complete asshole. Then, uh. Cindy starts drinking. That's right. Cindy is depressed there at the party and yeah. drinking straight vodka and is getting completely mashed. And she yeah. starts walking around the house looking for. Like she wants to lay down. I think she well, says she's tired and wants to lay down. And ends up going close to the bathroom yep. where she hears Ronald using her poem mm-hmm. on the bike. Yep, on, on Iris, yeah. She's like, oh, you won't respect me in the morning. Iris says, oh, I will. Here's some poetry to loosen you up because I'm a jerk. And that devastates her. Well, as it should. And it, it should because it's such a personal thing and he's using it because he's a complete asshole now. Yep. Yep, and then that's when... Then Bobby shows up mm-hmm. and Bobby has an interchange with football players and then he finds out and that... he has a terrible haircut. Oh, yeah, wow. Awesome, straight mullet. And this actor's just... Well, the other actors are pretty okay as jocks. This guy's just dumb as shit. Just blanks her. <laughs> hey, what's Ronnie doing in the cool group? Yeah, he, there's Ooh. no real personality. No, there isn't. And he, but he does point out some things. So the other guys mentioned that, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ronald's, Ronald's hanging, hanging around. He's dating a lot of people now. And he's like, yeah, but he won't be dating the number one cheerleader of all time. And they're like, uh, hey. kind of, he already did that. And then he gets angry, sees Cindy, and then drags her into yep. the kitchen and slams the door behind them, yep. which everyone goes, and like yep. laughs about it so I'm like oh okay so uh-huh. domestic violence is okay yeah well they're fine with it pocket that they have a fight about that a shouting match yeah and B- before Bobby leaves he says something very important she says well he paid me to do this I didn't want to and then he says well that makes you a prostitute uh, yes. which is very very true yes like well you're at fault here you, d- you could have said no mm-hmm. and then he storms out and leaves and that's yes and then that's when she points out to everyone in the party what exactly happened in factual ways, not it's emotional true. ways. No. And uh, everyone then is like, whoa, you're not cool, Ron. They back so, away from him completely. Just a moment ago, domestic violence was funny mm-hmm. and okay, but right now, paying someone to go out with you yes. is an offensive topic. No way, man. Yeah, nobody stepped up and said, hey, like none of the jocks, like okay, he might hit, uh, Bobby might hit her or something. Yeah, because the way he grabbed her by the arm and that just was pulled that was her in was pretty hard. Alluding to there's yes. he's there's possible of hitting gonna happen. Yes, yep, and I noticed that too as well. That hey, maybe you should have nope, whatever the script yeah. wants you to be, make Ronald feel bad. So yeah. then, yeah, everyone ditches him and he's. Now an outcast. Immediately an outcast. Yeah. He's done. Done. Uh, he walks back home crying. His friend, his former nerd friends drive by. Hey, we don't have dates, but at least we're not that guy. Yeah. They don't recognize him as he has his head down. I think he walks by his own house and his parents are having a party. Yeah. And, and they're all, he doesn't go in. And they're doing his dance. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> I just saw. Him I saw Chucky. Yeah, I saw them doing the arms up and down and shaking their heads. And they were doing his dance. That's funny. And yeah, he goes in the back shed, gets a burlap sack and. Goes to sleep there the crying. Yeah. Next day, goes down the cool hallway, and everybody has ostracized him. He's done. He yeah. has been banished. I think they even say that, that he's been banished. Over, like, the, the course of the next few scenes uh, that portray days, you see his style calm the hell down. Yep. And become more normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hasn't gone back to completely... 
yeah, nerd that he was but before. But he's incorporating his old clothes again, yes. and he's basically starting just to be himself again. Yep. Because he's not trying so hard to fit in. Exactly. And he goes and apologizes to Kenneth at the arcade. Kenneth was playing like this uh, a motorcycle. I don't know. I, remember, I can't remember the name of the game. It's, it's the graphic style it looks of... Sega. So it'd be Hang On. Okay. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Sega tipped me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Kenneth's playing that, and then Ronald says, hey, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you more than anybody else. I'm so sorry. And Kenneth has, is having, again, none of it. And no. he's ignoring him. And then just grabs him and throws Ronald against another arcade system. And you, you shit on my house. Very raw emotions with both yeah. of the actors. I yeah, thought that, 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 I thought that, gra- that was done very, very well. Very How well. that probably would have happened in real life mm-hmm. uh, with best friends. And what would want more dialogue, but... It's just so raw and anger, angry that Didn't all, the only thing Kenneth says is he just repeats over and over, you shit on my house, man. You shit on my house. Yeah. And Ronald leaves. Next day, week, who knows? Who knows? Just eating lunch by himself. Yeah. He tries to sit down at different places yeah. and he everyone gets up and walks away. He even tries to sit down next to like the skater punks and stuff and they want nothing to do with him. So he ends up just sitting yep. by a tree by himself. Yep. He's now been pushed to a tree. Every bit of... People there mm-hmm. gets mocked by and, other people and stuff. Yeah, like that, so and, and then Cindy has gone back to her friends now, and she doesn't like being with them because they're talking about. Oh, I knew Ronald was faking the entire time, and she's just yeah. he had you guys. We fooled you completely. Yeah, and this, this doesn't make sense. Is she betrayed her friends too? But they allowed her back in. They should have ostracized her as well. Yeah, because she was in on it. And she didn't tell them. But they it, it, again just showing that the the kids will follow anything. And, yeah. Whatever. Then at one of these lunch encounters, mm-hmm. we see Kenneth is teaching one of the other girls that are from that popular yeah, they group look the same to me. how to do her homework or something like that. And then the, the yeah, jocks are like, whoa, 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 what's this about? Yeah, he's trying to pull a, a Ronald maneuver on, trying to get popular. And Kenneth is genuinely just trying to help her yeah. out. He's not looking for anything. He wasn't even looking for anything at all. He was like, yeah, I'll just try to do better and you'll figure it out. She gives mm-hmm. him a hug and that's when... One of the jocks, the wine connoisseur guy, I yeah. think. No, you're, I've had enough of this. He grabs Kenneth by the shirt and stuff and starts threatening him. And Ronald jumps over, grabs a baseball bat, <laughs> starts threatening him. The lady teacher's like, oh, we should break this up. And then the guy Science teacher's teacher. like, no, no. Nope. Let it go. Let it play out because we'll see how this goes. I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and then Ronald beats him to death with a bat. And, and that's the end of the movie. It's blood splatter everywhere. The it's, teachers are prosecuted for mm, not doing it. anything exactly. about it. Mm hmm. It's oh, horrible. Uh, uh, no, just basically hits the table to scare him and mm-hmm. does a speech about how cliques are so stupid and everybody's like, basically the same. You I, know, I like we're how all he trying to be it. ourselves. I really like how he diffuses it, though, because what happens is that, yeah, he gets up, grabs a bat, and he's, and they're in their baseball outfits, all the jocks are, and he says, I'm going to you know, let, let Kenneth go, or otherwise I'm going to break your pitching arm. And then he says, we used to all be friends in grade school. You broke that arm when you fell down at our tree fort and Kenneth and I had to drag you back. We, we carried you back to show like, we used to all be friends. And then that's when he does the speech of the clicks of clicks are stupid. Yeah. We all used to be friends. Why can't we just be friends again? Mm-hmm. And it yeah. diffuses the situation it completely. Works. And they shake hands, uh, the, the jock and, and Kenneth Ronald leaves. And then big John starts the slow clap. Gotta get the slow clap in. I love Which the slow clap. I didn't expect it, and I was like, oh, come on, movie. Slow clap! Woo! <laughs> so then Ronald goes back to mowing lawns. Yep. He's wearing his Galaxy You Are Here shirt. He's trying to get the attention of Cindy Lady back again. Nah. 
She doesn't want any of it. Then basically they end up together at the end. Her friends are picked her up in a car. She's going to go out. They have a little exchange of, hey, how you doing? I'm fine. He's still mowing lawn. He's driving it back home. But then her friends turn around the car and let her off. And then she jumps in. And they ride off into, they the, ride sunset. Off into the sunset. And the friends, they are all smiling at yeah. her. Saying, okay, you know, that's fine. And they say bye to him, too. Yep, they say bye to him, too. So everything's forgotten, mm-hmm. forgiven. And then, Yep, and they right off to the sunset. They're talking that they're going to be a couple for I, real. It's going to last, guess, sure. Because then the Beatles song plays again. Well, they go to college next year, and no, no they're going to. It's going to totally no. last. No, and that's it. Yeah, goes off to the sunset. What do you think? I I don't like this movie at all. I liked it. <laughs> I still liked it. This I have, oh. and, and I haven't seen it since I was a kid either. And I remember, I don't know why, why on earth this stuck with me, (laughs) but it totally did. So I think it also deals with the fact that none of this really stuck with me except for basic details. Sure. So I'm watching it again and I'm like, it's, it's just not good. This, this could go away and never come back and I'd be fine with that. But they made a remake of it with Nick Cannon in 2003 called something else, but it was... The same, well, the same idea. Down. It was probably unnecessary. Right. I have no idea. But I liked it because it was a little bit better than it should have been, I thought. Because there was stuff in there that had a little bit more than a normal teen comedy would have had. I don't know. I, for me, it was they kept showing people being over the top in each direction, except for the core group of the outcast kids, which were posed as nerds. Yep. They were like the most... Eh, they're, they're okay. They're not really pushed into extremes, whereas all the jocks were pushed into extremes. The popular girls well, were pushed into extremes. I think there was one scene where, well, one of the jocks, when Kenneth was trying to tutor the girl and the angry other guy's like, I'm going to put an end to this. And they said, leave him alone. It's fine. Who cares? Yeah. They weren't that bad. Do I think it holds up today? No. No, it doesn't. And no. there's no real reason to see this again. I, I guess I really have nostalgia for it because, like I said, it's, this scene stuck with me. So I would definitely say, no, you don't have to see this at all. <laughs> so that was Can't Buy Me Love. If you want to get a hold of us, email at therewinderspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at RewindersPod. You can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please rate and review. You want to know what I learned from this? Yeah, I might as well. No, let's see. I learned that if I was in high school again, I still wouldn't be popular. Wait, no, I learned that taking off glasses, <laughs> the usual. All I have to do is doop, 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 do this, do that. Judge your hair, put some moose in it, show show your guns. Popular. I guess that's all I learned. I learned that if I mow lawns all summer, I can earn one thousand five hundred dollars in the eighties. Wow, that is very that's a that's a sweet, sweet that or he's mowing a ton of goddamn lawns. <laughs> well thanks for listening to the rewinders. You can't buy me. I don't think that's how that comes. It is now. <laughs>